Hello, my friends. Katie Day with the Move Me to Texas team in Houston, Texas, live in Las Vegas with my good friend Jessica of Emerald Coast Beach Homes, broker yeah. owner, um, here to hang out. Thank you so much for taking some time today. Thank you for having us. What's uh, What's new? How's life? Life is so good, so busy, just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Growth is hard, but great. So. Yeah. So for those that may not know you, how'd you get into real estate? So my first day in real estate was actually September 11th, 2001. So, yep. Yep. So I've been in real estate 20 years and I was, you know, 23 years old and first day, that was my first day. And so it took me a while to get going. Um, You know, everybody else's businesses really slowed down. And so here I am, the new kid on the block and nobody wanted to help me and I wasn't on a team. So uh, it, it took a lot of trial and error to get going. Um, and then we started, my husband, Glenn works with me and we started flipping homes in Dallas. We, I grew up in Dallas yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, you know, transferred into like our own little business. And then we moved to the Destin area, Miramar beach, 30A. My parents knew that they were going to retire there. And okay. so Glenn's family's from New Zealand. So we, that's where we headed to. And, um, Long story short, opened up a brokerage there with partners uh, that also did vacation rentals. Okay. And I was the broker for the company, but spent the majority of my time on the vacation rentals. Yeah. And it it sucked the life out of us. (laughs) So (laughs) we split off from them and opened our boutique brokerage. And, um, you know, we're right right across the street from the Gulf and we love it. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I love, obviously, the beach everywhere, but the... Panhandle Beach is yep. great. It's yep. close to Texas. So yes. That's always we, nice. get a, we get a lot of people from yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know I know y'all do a lot and like your branding's on point. If her nails <laughs> are her brand colors and then on each ring finger, she's got her logo. <laughs> we'll get some B-roll later. But like literally it's every time I've, I've met you, you know, you always have something. Yeah. Uh, last time we, the phone wipes, you know, the yep. microphone yep. The wipes, the yep. shirts. So your branding's always on point. Thank you. Um, so how long have you owned the brokerage in its current, you know, uh, uh, four years, Okay. a little over four years. Yeah. And y'all still do a decent amount of like, not necessarily vacation rentals, but like assisting clients with that, right? Oh, we do. That's, uh, that's mainly what we do. 80% of it. And we actually do manage, um, 14 rentals now okay. after the other one, I said, I'm never doing that again, and but never are. say never. Yeah. So it just, it just makes sense because you sell these clients a uh, beach property and you, you want them to have a good experience on the rental side too. So yeah. w- we take on a select few, um, <laughs> which is fabulous. Uh, but, but yes, we absolutely help them in there's, you know, no pressure to use us. In fact, we're okay if you don't, but we'll help uh, our clients figure out how to do Airbnb themselves, how to VRBO yeah. themselves. Um, so that's, yeah, that's really our passion. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to someone as far as like a consumer that's like looking to, you know, start doing Airbnb or something yep. like that? Cause I, like, Everyone wants to do it because they hear about, you know, like rental arbitrage and house hacking and all yep. these things. And yep. obviously yours is a little bit different because it's normally yep. second home market, things like that. But yep. like everyone wants an Airbnb. So here's the thing. It, it's e- either you want it as a strict investment or yeah. you want it and you want to enjoy it yourself. Yeah. So for us, if you want it as just an investment, it needs to make money. 
there's a select few properties that we point you to and yeah. don't look anywhere else. Blinders on. But the problem is, is that a lot of times you get, you know, a couple or two business partners and one of them thinks investment, investment, investment. And one of them thinks, oh, I want to be on the beach. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the best investment. Yeah. So we're lucky in the fact that a lot of our Airbnb owners have an emotional tie-in as well. It's a lot harder to find an investment if there's no emotional tie-in. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's, there's definitely areas in along the panhandle that do better than others. Yeah. So it, it just depends on what level do they want the investment and what level do they want? I want to be on 38, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I feel like it's like a lot of people like, and, and I know, so we're, we're at the Tom Ferry elite retreat and there's like tons of masterminds and stuff happening all week and like mm-hmm. independent of the conference itself, yes, right? Yes. So I know today Non-stop. you're talking yes. on the second home market and stuff like that. So yep. I think it's difficult. I, I'm not really in a second home market. I'm in an investment market, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I think it's difficult in that second home market of yep. like, you know, they come on vacation and fall in love and then want that beachfront property. Um, so yeah, I can, I could see where like, yeah, those two types of clients could be difficult to, it is. And then the other thing, like you said, they come in and they fall in love and they want that property, but then they go home (laughs) and life begins. And, you know, a, a lot of the agents on our team are newer agents and they get so frustrated that somebody just sort of ghosts them. And we're a, definitely a long run. There is not instant gratification many yeah. times. So, you know, you just got to keep up with the people and a lot of them will buy. They just got back to life and it's not their main priority anymore. You mean most people don't fly in for spring break and buy a condo? No, no. Some do, but yeah. most people don't. Yeah. So any advice for agents that do live in a second home market as far as kind of that prospecting, the long game, stuff like that? Uh, I mean, patience patience, patience, patience. And you have got to, you've got to keep up because they'll, they'll forget you and go somewhere else. Um, you know, you, you've got to keep up with the communication a video text, keep your, your face in front of them. I mean, or or else you're going to lose them because I swear three fourths of our area are realtors. That's (laughs) everywhere. I know it is everywhere, but there's a, I think it was an Inman article that came out um, earlier this year that said that like, you know, there's like 1.6 now million realtors, yeah. you know, but like 1.1 homes for sale in the United States yeah. right now. So, you know, and I can imagine a market's, you know, like yours. Everywhere. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, um, and so it's challenging and of course it's been challenging everywhere with yeah. low inventory. Um, and so we, you know, we have a couple of agents on the team and their client wants something particular, but there's no inventory. And so that, you know, it's just, it's a little bit of education and a little bit of patience. Yeah. Probably a lot of patience. A lot of patience. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since, and again, happening everywhere, our entry price point has, you know, doubled. Yeah. And so a lot of people that have been looking for the past two, three years or just, you know, eventually I want to buy, you know, they might have been looking at like 400. Well, now the property is 800 and they're like, oh, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a hefty mm-hmm. hike. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. jump. Yeah. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, as far as team, I know mm-hmm. you have, well, your brokerage, your team. So how does that, do you have both or is yes. it all one collective group? Yeah. Well, we are one collective group. I do want to bring on some just single agents at some point, but right now we're just focused on the team. So we do operate very much as a team. I, 
have stepped back from production as much as, yes, thank you, as much as I can. Um, and so, you know, the, we really do work together. So for example, if somebody, you know, gives me a referral, I'll bring on the agent that I think will work best with it. And yeah. we will talk to the client together and we will work together. It might just be them that's showing the property yeah. and, and um, sending them updates. So, um, and that works really well for us. We've got a really good team you know, it's nice to be by the beach. It's, you know, a little fun and we have beach team days. So I'm in. Uh, yeah, I know. I can't beat that. <laughs> can't beat that. So, but our team is very young as new agents, like green. young green. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that just takes a little bit more time. I talking to my coach, you know, my avatar to grow. I'm, I need to bring on some people that have had like at least some transactions and, yeah. and know what they're doing a little bit. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that if they're just starting their team, what would be some of the first things that you would have done if you could go back? Um, first of all, do not be hard on yourself. Everybody, nobody does it perfectly starting a team, nobody. So there's going to be a lot of trial and error. Even if you, you know, take a team you want to mirror off of, you're still going to have trial and error because yeah. there's a human piece that's involved. You can't put every system into place right away. It just doesn't happen. Um, so have patience with yourself and have a roadmap of what you want to do. What's the priority and grow with it. A lot, I did this and I'm sure a lot of people do, but you overgrow and then you backtrack to yeah. find the support that you need. And that becomes frustrating for agents. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of trial error. So if, if you can grow with your, the, your roadmap, that would be my advice. I think it's also scary too, as you have a team, like to bring on more systems that cost money, right. Or to bring on more support staff and, mm -hmm. and team members, like, you know, admin team members that also cost money. And right. I was talking about that yesterday with another team leader. And it was like, you know, you want to have all of this support. You want to add all this value, mm -hmm. but like, it's mm -hmm. scary writing those checks. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's, you know, when you look, <laughs> when you look at things that cost a month, you know, it's just like, crazy. Yeah. And the agents, even though we try to be very transparent on what things cost, they don't really get, you know, how much goes into running the business. And so it's not like, oh, we can just hire, you know, a new sales manager. Or, oh, we could just hire a new listing coordinator. It, yeah. You know, you got to plan for it and put it in the budget. Yeah. So what does the structure kind of of the brokerage look like for y'all? So we have, um, team leader. And because we're second home market, we've got Glenn who does a lot of consulting with our clients that come in because a lot of properties need to be remodeled. Yep. Um, something needs to be done and they don't want to do it from afar. They can't do it from afar. It scares them. And so a client that comes in and says, I want it turnkey ready now, a lot of times we can flip them to, it doesn't have to be turnkey ready now you know, this one has a better view and a better, we call it stack. Yeah. It might look like seventies inside, but yeah. we can help you take care of that. That's going to be a better investment. So Glenn, um, he consults with, you know, the remodeling and, um, sets up different contractors and things yeah. for them. So he owns the brokerage with me. He's the silent one. Um, 
Um, and he's then, nodding his head in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You won't hear him. He's from New Zealand, and um, our friends Brian and Ryan, Brian Olivard, he didn't know he was from New Zealand until the third time that he met him because he just is very quiet. Like, hello, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, well, and Brian's Brian's not very talkative, so I'm surprised that Glenn didn't get more <laughs> into the conversation. That, that's really surprising. That's true. Me. That is true. Sorry, Brian. That's true. Um, so then, in the office, we've got a office coordinator overseeing everything. Uh, we have a marketing coordinator. We have an ISA who is so fabulous, wonderful, wonderful, um, and we have a transaction coordinator. Our next um, hire is either going to be, well, it's probably going to be a listing coordinator virtually, which that won't yeah. be such a big deal, but probably a personal assistant for us. Yeah. When you realize that like your dry cleaning has been there for a week and the oil needs to be changed. Yeah. And you've things. got like 15 things to yeah. take back to Amazon and now you can't because you're past the time. Yeah. Yeah. So known to happen once or twice. Yeah. And the kids miss the doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keeping, keeping everything on track. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we obviously know each other through Tom Ferry. Yes. Met at the summit. Yes. In Dallas. Um, so you've been very involved in the ecosystem for as yes. long as I've been in it. Yes. I don't know. How long have you been in coaching? Uh, 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give to someone to get more involved in in whatever ecosystem, it could be a brokerage mm -hmm. community, mm -hmm. it could be a coaching community. What what advice would you give that? You have to put yourself out there, and you know, you we there are a lot of people that it's intimidating, and yes, it is. And so, you know, challenge yourself to put yourself out there and mingle. And you know, when you see a post and you know an answer, add value and answer yeah. the question um, or ask a question. Just be present in the ecosystem. If you have somebody that uh, you know is going to do a really good job and somebody says, I need an agent in XYZ, take the two minutes and put that agent's yeah. name up because, you know, that will come back around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Coming from that place of contribution and trying to add yeah, value, absolutely. I think is, is super important. Absolutely. And, you know, being in this 20 years, like I said, I've failed a failed. <laughs> a lot and learned a lot of lessons. And so, you know, I, I, I'm so impressed with so many of the new agents that, you know, are getting on and they're coachable. I mean, that is just to me amazing. And they have these opportunities and they have these tools. So if I can add anything so that they don't have to do what I did, yeah, uh, that's good for me. So you joined Tom Ferry coaching in 2018. Did you coach before that? Or is no. that you went no. so like not solo, but on yep. your own? Yep. Yep. Made, made your mistakes. Yep. Yep. Um, probably should have done it a long time before, but like I said, in my previous brokerage, even though I was the broker, we were really just building the vacation rental side. Yeah. So it's a little bit different yeah. than kind of yeah. where, where y'all are now. Right. Right. Um, the thing that I hear from a lot of people is like, they don't want to pull the trigger on coaching. And mm -hmm. I know we actually had this conversation about upgrading coaching. <clears throat> yes. At, yes. Uh, at Summit. What, what advice or what would you tell someone if they're just like, you know, I don't know that I can afford it. It seems like a lot of money. I think you can't, you, you can't afford not to. That's what I think. Um, oops. When I went up to team plus, you know, I was talking to Debbie and Debbie Holloway is my coach and I was talking to her and she's like, can you afford this? Can you, can you do this? Is it in your budget? And I said, Debbie, I can't afford not to, I know where I want to go. This is the investment I'm making. So cut other things, make that investment. It will change your entire career and it will not be long, 
you know, if you're, if you're coachable and you follow what your coach says, it's not going to be long before you're like, Oh, I, I can afford this. And then yeah. maybe you might want to upgrade. Yeah. So all those scary checks to it. Not that I don't actually write a check. I don't think anyone writes a check. Nobody writes a check. But, well, that's, you know. yeah. So I still do from time to time, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. And then you, you get, you get used to the money just going out. Like <laughs> I, I looked at my account the other day and I had, um, four referral checks that had gone out and they had gone out like two weeks ago and I'm looking and I think I have all this money and none of them have been cashed yet. So, so those may have been checks going out, but I think the <laughs> amount of referrals that, you know, I know that y'all receive, but that go yes. back and forth throughout the ecosystem. Oh my gosh. We closed 19, um, referrals last year. This year, already in January, I think we've averaged almost one a day. I, I think that it's also the beginning of the year and everyone's yeah, like getting every, ready to move because like yep. it's the same, like our buyer, just buyer traffic has been huge, but then yes. the referrals, there were some days that I was getting more than one. Yes. I'm like, are all yes. these people really moving to Texas? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? They saw your shirt. <laughs> then they saw yours now. Like, yeah. And then they want a second, second home. Need my second home. Yes. Um, so for, you know, obviously this is like based for agents and like invest yep. for real estate agents, stuff like yep. that. Where do y'all service the entire panhandle or what's your, so, so right now we service, we'll go to Navarre, pretty much Navarre, which is just East of Pensacola and then all the way to Panama city. So, um, my goal is, and we named the company Emerald coast beach homes. My goal is to open satellite offices all along the coast, um, so that we can spread further. I've got one agent on the team who doesn't care. She's grew up in Pensacola and she go to Panama. Her mother-in-law lives in Panama city, but to me, our time is better spent, you know, closer, going deeper. Yeah. So uh, our goal is really to open up satellite office, Navarre way, Pensacola way, even Mexico beach way. I've never heard of Mexico beach. Oh gosh. That's what the one, the hurricane totally, um, what is it? Michael hurricane Michael in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Is that further East? Yes. Yeah. 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 Past Panama city, close to, um, Tyndall air force base, Okay. because that's the other thing too. We are a second home market, but we've got a lot of bases by us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what would be just one nugget of advice that you may give to a new agent? Uh, join a team that would, that would by far be my advice. You don't have to do it yourself. It's going to cost you less money to join a team. Um, you're going to learn faster and you're going to get your first paycheck faster. So, but you're going to take a lot of my money. Oh gosh. The way that we do it, I don't know how you do it, but the way that we do it is when we show a, a person and they say, you know, Oh, but you're going to take 50%. Yeah. Right. I'll show them exactly as an agent by yourself, what you're in charge of, what we're going to take care of for you, what we're going to hand over to you so that you don't have to you know, of course they do their cold calling and things like that, but a lot of the business is pretty much handed over to them. So, uh, for example, first year agent this past year, um, she was making $24,000 as a school teacher. Um, yeah, 24,000 as a school teacher, she's army guard, um, came on board with us. And this past year she's hitting close to 200,000. So 200,000 on a 50, 50 split, I think, you know, it's pretty pretty good. Well, and I think a lot of times people focus in on the commission split and not the, you know, 1099 at the end of the year. Exactly. Um, so exactly. Yeah. 
And, and again, I think that's education because people have an idea in their head, oh, become a real estate agent. You get to keep all this commission. And again, education. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hit you with the last question. It's okay. kind of a hard hitting question. So okay. if you need some time to think about it, you can definitely take the time to think about it. But okay. If it were your last meal on earth, what would you be eating? Oh, gosh. So I'm the plainest eater. <laughs> Chicken, cheese, onions. Um, but it's not even a meal, but I would have it as a meal is chips and queso. I grew up in Dallas and I miss, miss, miss my Tex-Mex. We have a, a little bit in a few restaurants in the Destin area, but chips and queso and probably fajitas if I had room for them. Well, because you normally don't have room for them yeah, after you've yeah. eaten an entire thing of, of exactly. chips. Exactly. So is the queso white or yellow? Um, I like white queso, but a lot of Tex-Mex is the yellow. Yeah. So I just bring it on both of them. I'll all take the it. I'll take it all. Yeah. All the cheese. Just give me some more cheese. No, but that would be it. Okay. No. Well, and that's pretty much a meal when you go to Tex-Mex, yep. you know, Yep. cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jessica, thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you. Thank you for having me. I it was appreciate so good. It. Yeah. I appreciate you. This is awesome.